Well, hello, my little bamlets and bean stews. This is Beans, and it is disclaimer time. Bam and I are not sexperts, and our advice is for entertainment purposes only. If you have a serious health concern, we strongly urge you to consult a qualified physician. And, for obvious reasons, our Sex Talk podcast is intended for only the maturest of audiences. Enjoy! Trying hard, but you wanna be my friend. Ain't no place to hide, ain't no one to run to. Here we go, here we go again. Call my bluff, I'ma be you till the end. I'm the one you ride, I'm the one you ride to. If you I'm Bam. And I'm Beans. And this is our Sex Talk Podcast. Where we like to talk about sex, and we encourage you to talk about sex with us by emailing us at bamandbeans at gmail.com. Or you can catch us on Facebook, where we have our weekly Would You Rathers, and also we get bored, so we give you challenges. <laughs> and also funny memes. And we're great. Because our Twitter is dead. Oh, we killed it. <laughs> <laughs> it like, did. It's like, gone. We bye bye. We saw it declining, and we were like, mm. "I don't have time to take you to the hospital." I so. definitely jumped from the sinking ship. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I stayed on it for a while. I was like, "I can make this work," and I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck, we have a Twitter." <laughs> <laughs> At one point in time, we will definitely use it again. Sure, but like, probably not. Yeah, I wouldn't hold my breath. <laughs> I'm going to go tweet right now. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> but then you would have to, you know, close down your Facebook app. Shit. <laughs> well, I'll tweet later. I'm not going to tweet later. She's probably not going to tweet later. I'm going to forget immediately. <laughs> so uh, on the topic of would you rathers, what have we got for us? Um, We have the would you rather corner. Would you rather... It's like the best one I've got so far. If we could just like maybe pick a key and stick to it. (laughs) This is the key of joy and happiness today. Yeah. (laughs) So that's what the key is. (laughs) Like some of them will be dreary, I promise you that. (laughs) So last week's Would You Rathers, um, we didn't get as many people uh, voting so far. Well, I understand. They've only been up for a few days. Yeah. So that's fine. Which is totally okay. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that it'll like probably spike for no reason at some point. Probably on Wednesday. Probably on Wednesday. When we this episode comes when out. This, oh yeah, when when the episode's out, where you guys are like, oh shit, that's oh right. shit, I forgot to. Would you rather? I Let forgot. me go do that quick. I'm gonna go do that. And that's I'm how you like, all sound. That's what you sound like to me. 
That's what I'm imagining you sounding like in your car. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go do that. Oh. oh, please don't Facebook and drive. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if it's traffic jam. I mean, still probably don't. I mean, we don't encourage it. We may still do it, but we definitely don't encourage oh, it. Oh, yeah. You know, do as we say, not, not as, as we, we do. do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every time I open my mouth, some of my mother comes out sometimes. It's so hard <laughs> to be a good role model. The more, like, good role modeling you do, the more you sound like your mother. Like, it's just... And then you realize, like, shit, my parents were just trying to help me out my whole life. Oh, shit. I probably should have listened to my mom <laughs> oh, a I lot probably, more. Probably should have never bought that alligator like she told me not to. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's something I should already know, though. I'm going to get an alligator. I would love to have an alligator. I just, I feel like I don't have the space for one. And it wouldn't be responsible of me. To get an alligator and not have a whole fucking swamp for it to play around in. I feel like I might get a puma. Pumas are fun. Like, it's... <laughs> Pumas are fun. <laughs> yeah, have you had one before? Yeah, totally. Um, my family used to raise pumas, actually. Oh, that's right. I completely <laughs> forgot that about your vague I backstory. Lived, I lived on a puma farm. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, we're not talking about the shoes for oh. anybody else who's, like, curious. Oh, shit. Like, that's a real cat. <laughs> We actually grew the shoes. Oh, oh, you yeah. know why? We raised pumas, like the actual animal, and we grew shoes. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Just little little shoe shoemakers over here, huh? One of these those people on uh house hunters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you have a shoe farm in your backyard? Yeah. That's how I make all my money. That's how I make all of my money. My that's- budget is fifteen billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I pet cats for a living. Uh, my budget is $3.2 billion. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? What does your wife do? Oh, she whispers to almonds. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, so last week's Would You Rather Have Kinky Sex or Romantic Sex? Um, it's, a, it's, it's a 50-50 split. All right. So, so we're going to need some people to get on there and let us know kinky sex or romantic sex because... Having it split like that kind of sucks. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't give us much to talk about. Yeah. Other than there's just a split. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the second one, um, fingered at a busy restaurant or fingered at your parents' house under the table. Um, Obviously. Obviously. The restaurant. A busy restaurant. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine anyone having parents that would be so cool. To, like, not even point out the fact that you're getting your diddles during dinner. Or you're doing diddles. <laughs> yeah. Like, either you're getting diddles or you're doing the diddles. Yes. But I don't think any parent would be like, oh. It's dinner time, not diddle time. Uh, hands above the table, please. Yeah, hand check. <laughs> hand check. <laughs> um, and then the last one was, uh, would you rather suck at foreplay or suck at sex? And somebody just <laughs> <laughs> somebody was like, I already suck at both. So. Oh man! But um, a lot of people would rather suck at foreplay. Yeah, you know, that's it's totally. I, I feel like it's more socially acceptable to be bad at foreplay. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, because they talk to you in school about the sex, but they don't yeah, talk to you. Sure little bit yeah 
I mean, like, they, they tell you where the P goes in the V or the A or I don't know. They, they d- I, I didn't have a whole lot of sex ed in school. I had a health class. Mm-hmm. And literally most of it was um, kind of centered around uh, diseases. Okay. So, um, I mean, we did cover sex a little bit. In there, you know, and like the different contraceptives and mm-hmm. things of that nature. But it's not like they sit there and they teach you, oh, use this position to get this kind of pleasure. And, you know, <laughs> if you've got this body type, this position will be comfortable for you or this position. Or like, if you've got bad knees, do this position, you know. Yeah. It's not like that. <laughs> Our, uh, well, we also had like a health class, mm. air quotes. <clears throat> um, but, like the first core, like the first semester was about um, pretty much the same thing, like all of that shit. And then the second semester was like the anatomy, the anatomy of the female body and the anatomy of the male body, and yeah. what you're doing, you know, and why why you should wait, and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of class, for there there is only like a few of us, but our teacher would like pull us aside and be like, "Hey, if you have more questions, here's a website you can go and look." Like, here's some stuff. I can't give this to you legally, so don't tell anybody. And I was like, oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> like, thanks for that. But that was, uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was fun. Okay. So, what uh, would you rather do you have for us today? Um, the brand new. What would you right? rather? What, what would you rather you got for us today? <laughs> Same, would you rather I have every day, Pinky? Would, would you, you rather, rather take, take over, over the, the world? world? <laughs> it's very upsetting that both of us, like, quickly <laughs> just kind of dove into that one. Yes. Okay, so first, would you rather? Beans. Bam. Would you rather have group sex with strangers or with all of your exes? Ooh. Mm-mm. <laughs> okay, so in in fantasy, would you rather land where the strangers are respectful and kind? I would definitely choose strangers over all of my exes. Oh, okay. Because fuck, if I'm gonna cram seventeen fucking people <laughs> in one big awkward gangbang. <laughs> yeah, and also, uh. Yeah, no, there are just some people on that list that I'm okay with not ever seeing again. <laughs> Actually, most of them. Most of those people good, on that list. A good majority of that list. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, okay, I guess a lot of the people that are, you know, in my number are not exes. Mm-hmm. Like, some of them were friends or, you know, one night things. But... Still, even even if we just make it about the exes, mm-hmm. I, mm uh uh, oh no, no. Thinking about it, some of my exes didn't like. I didn't even have sex with them, so that would be like the first time right. we would have sex, and I'm like, right, is that is that what my life would come to? Like, <laughs> we're not together for a very good reason, and now here you are, yeah, naked in front of me. So you also pick strangers? Oh, yeah, uh, obviously. 
Yes, because Would You Ratherland is a wonderful place where there are no consequences. And everybody is respectful of your boundaries. Yes, <laughs> and everybody knows your safe words. And everybody does. Say cucumber! Haha, <laughs> 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 I tricked him. My safe word is squash. <laughs> <laughs> cucumber, cucumber! <laughs> Why did you stop? Pumpernickel! Pumpernickel! <laughs> I could just imagine, like, somebody like, fuck, I forgot the safe word, and it's a very common spice, and then they're just yelling out spices. Salt. Pepper. Paprika. Cumin. Cumin. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. (laughs) I'm sorry. The word we were looking for was cayenne. Play again next time. Uh, uh, <laughs> if you had just a fucking wheel of spices oh and you had to spin God. the wheel before having sex to figure out what your safe word was gonna be and then if you forget it you can just look over at the wheel really quick next week on wheel of spices <laughs> when your parents come over you can just be like oh that's to see what i'll cook with today <laughs> it's a dual purpose wheel yes all right Beans. Bam. Would you rather have sex in the backyard or on the front porch? Hmm. Well, in the uh, fantasy would you rather backyard, is there furniture? I'm going to say. Is there a hot tub? I'm going to say that in this fantasy would you rather, um, there is. Or maybe a hammock. Ooh, hammock sex. There's like really old patio furniture. That you're kind of like... Oh, like we, the cheap plastic kind that like... And it's like a 98 degree day. And so it's so hot. Like the plastic is so hot. You can't even like touch it. Like, you got to put down a towel or something in order to sit on and it. You have to like spray it down with the hose to pull it <laughs> off before you sit down. And you're okay with it because you just went swimming anyways. So it's kind of mm. like whatever. But um, it's like wicker. It's like wicker Ooh. furniture. Okay. Okay. So... Um, with like... Grandma cushions. Really quick aside, um, I was, uh, I had a, an arrangement with a person and this was while he was still kind of like, he had, he had recently broken up with his girlfriend and moved back in with his parents. And so he really didn't have like his own room. Mm -hmm. He stayed in like his niece's room that, which was designed for, to be there for when the niece slept over. Yeah. And then, like, he would hang out in the basement, and literally the only furniture that they had in the basement was this wicker couch. Oh, my God. And I would come home with fucking wicker marks all over me from it. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, I think maybe just for nostalgic purposes, I'm going to go with backyard. You're going to go with backyard. I feel like backyard's a little bit more private. Whether you've got a fence up or not, like, it's more um, rooted in, in your property. Yeah. And so maybe people would kind of get the understanding that, you know, this isn't a public place. This is private. Yeah. If I don't want to see this, I probably shouldn't look. Yeah. <laughs> Truth. Yeah. Um, I think I would also go with the uncomfortable wicker furniture in the backyard. Yeah. I think that would that would be fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, between that and, like, the carpet burn from, like, the really shitty carpet that was on the basement floor, like... I would come out of that looking like I got mauled by some sort of weird fucking monster. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so sorry. I ever brought up wicker. I didn't know it was such a trigger for you. 
I didn't know either. I wasn't <laughs> sure until today. Oh. Just add that to the list. <laughs> list of triggers. Beans is triggers. <laughs> Wicker. Oh, Wicker. <laughs> I want you to know that when we do a bachelorette party for you, I'm going to go ahead and just be like, what are some of her triggers? Oh, my God. Well, okay, so. I'm just going to be like, Wicker. <laughs> I've already had a bachelorette party, and I I think I, I'm pretty well set in the idea that if I had to do the whole marriage thing over again, I would very much like to to kind of elope. Like I don't I don't know I'm not maybe it, maybe it'll take some convincing and maybe you know I'll change my mind sometime down the road. But like the whole big wedding thing doesn't appeal to me because I've already been through it. Yeah, but like, like, don't take away my fun look, of getting you shit faced. <laughs> but I plan on eloping in Vegas, so you'll just have to come out with me and be my witness, and then we can fucking party. Oh, absolutely! The night before, go get hitched by Elvis, and then do some gambling, yeah. and maybe go to a swimming pool party, and then come back. <laughs> and then I'm just gonna keep being like, "Don't let her touch Wicker." <laughs> There, but not, there better not be a single wicker item in this damn room for her. She is the bride. <laughs> There's just some like cheesy, cheap fucking like wicker chair over in like the corner somewhere. And you just like kick it. Like I said, no wicker. I said absolutely zero wicker. <laughs> I'm colorblind. And I <laughs> like all of a sudden I tell him like, hi, I'm colorblind. And I ask there to be no gray curtains in this room. Everything's gray. <laughs> I feel like a dog at that point. Oh my goodness. Ooh, I said no gray furniture. <laughs> All right, beans. Bam. Ready for the last one? Totes. Okay. Last, would you rather? Would you rather? Ding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, we're getting it. We <laughs> promised you a song, and it is coming along very slowly. That's okay. We are perfectionists. Yeah. That's what we'll tell everybody. We're not procrastinators. We're perfectionists. Mm-hmm. They don't know what happens behind the scenes. I drink a lot. They haven't listened to our blooper reel yet. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm just singing over here and you're being a dick and you're recording. <laughs> <laughs> like an asshole. That's happened on more than one occasion, bam. I know. And, and the first time it happened, we got our, like, sign-off. Yeah. It. So, our sign-off Easter egg. I love that. I love the podcast song. <laughs> it's going to be a big hit. It's it's going to be the only We're going to have to remaster it and then, like, make a ton of money on iTunes. Yeah. Because it's literally the only <laughs> hit I'll ever... I'm a one-hit wonder. But that's okay. I mean, it worked for Chumbawamba. It did work for Chumbawamba. <laughs> they just needed that one hit. Well, they totally... <laughs> oh, that did work for them. Oh, Chumbawamba. Story of my life. They got knocked down, but, but they, they got, got up, up again. again. You're never going to get me down. Yeah. I hope they don't come after us and sue us for that. Well, can they? There wasn't any music in there, so... Oh, okay. Perfect. I think it's... it's. I think we're good. Oh, good. Please don't sue us, Chumbawamba. Leave me alone, Chumbawamba. We didn't mean it. You're not a one-hit wonder. I'm sure you had many hits on that album that didn't make it to the radio. I'm so positive that in your near future, Chumbawamba is going to be in every single bar throughout the nation once again. Dude. 
Hashtag bring Chumbawamba back. <laughs> Hashtag Chumbawamba challenge. You ever do that? Oh, yeah. No. You drink a whiskey drink, you drink a vodka drink, you drink a lager drink, and you drink a cider drink. It It's best done on karaoke night because then you can sing a song about a good time and you can sing a song about a better time. Well, you've never done the Chumbawamba challenge with us? No. Oh, my God. We got to do it. That sounds fucking terrible. It is. After you, well, after what you put me through yesterday. What? Dude. It's, it is tradition. Seriously. <laughs> no more Jaeger. Hashtag no more Jaeger. <laughs> like, I understand oh. that's, oh my God. Now you, you understand why that's a hashtag for me. <laughs> that's like, oh. <laughs> oh, I, just thinking about it makes my soul hurt. It tasted more like root beer the first, like, this this last time around. Oh, no, I like, tasted straight I black it, licorice. I enjoyed it more than I've ever enjoyed Jaeger before. You're enjoying Jaeger now? I don't know, man. Dude. Maybe I'm getting in touch with my, like, inner Guido. No, you need help. Jaeger bombs. <laughs> Jaeger bombs. Jaeger bombs. You see, this is my new fucking haircut. It's my new fucking haircut. <laughs> Bunch of bitches. Um, if you don't like it, fucking skanks. Fucking skanks. Anyway, it's the last one you had there. <laughs> I love this. Oh my god, we are 20 minutes into recording. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so would you rather make out with your boss or watch your partner make out with their boss? Mm, which boss? <laughs> you know what's even better? I'm gonna go ahead and say the one way oh. above both of us. <laughs> our top boss. <laughs> the director of our department. Yes. Oh, God. Um, Man. See, so, and that's the thing is I don't know anything about my partner's boss. And I feel like at that point, I would probably I would probably be the one to make out with my boss just so that my partner wouldn't have to make out with his boss. That's funny. <laughs> like I would fall on that I would fall on that grenade for him. <laughs> Best girlfriend ever. <laughs> Taking that bullet. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna have my partner make out with his boss. <laughs> because I know his boss. Okay. And oh god. Yeah. It- isn't his boss a dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I just man, think I would love to see that. I think that would just be funny. I would absolutely love to see that. I mean, he has a sharpie that's engraved with like it says like his boss's name, and then it says boy underneath it. Okay. So he has like we always call him like you know the property of. Oh. And then his boss, because they're pretty close, and they're po- total they're total bros. So they would probably they, there would be it would be nothing to have them just like swap a little spit. Yeah, get like them drunk enough. Just, it would. It, oh. Yeah, and they're both they they hate playing chicken because <laughs> neither of them will back down. <laughs> I bet any money that it would be at least a minute and a half. Before one of them goes, oh "Oh my god, no, stop touching me. And then they'll never look at each other again. (laughs) That's awesome. His boss would probably quit and move out of the state. (laughs) (laughs) 
So those were some pretty good would you rather. Thanks. Yeah, I kind of enjoyed them. There was it. It wasn't a hard choice this time, and I think that's why I enjoyed it. Like it wasn't a super hard choice. Yeah, <laughs> trying to be super simple mm-hmm. today. This yeah. the day after my friend's wedding. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm so glad that that happened. The wedding, it was beautiful. It It was was perfect. A gorgeous wedding. It was a great wedding. And it was awesome camaraderie at the reception. Just an awesome day. Days like that make me think, like, yeah, maybe another wedding wouldn't be bad. And then I start thinking about all of the stress leading up to it. And I'm like, "Mm, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah. Let me just run away to Vegas and let it be someone else's problem. Literally every ounce of stress until the bride touched that aisle. (laughs) Like. Yeah. And then even during it, I'm just sitting there like, fuck, don't pass out. Don't pass out. Don't pass out. Like. (laughs) So I have an article. I love articles. And actually it was something that um, just came up. Today, I was I was having a conversation with a friend, um, and we were talking about uh, friends with benefits. Oh. And I realized that on this podcast, we talk a lot about monogamous relationships, and that's not the only relationship dynamic that's out there. I mean, there's, yeah. there are different levels of friendships and relationships that have to deal with a sexual element. And so I thought I would cover... FWBs today. Oh my god, that's amazing. And uh, HuffPost has an actually really good article um, called How to Have a Friends with Benefits Relationship That Isn't a Mess. Oh, perfect. They give you steps? Well, kind of, a little bit. I mean, not steps, but just kind of like guidelines. Oh, okay. And uh, as we go through, I can kind of give my experience with friends with benefits. Um, I know you... Do you have an experience being a friend with benefits? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, uh, so they start off by saying that, um, I mean, basically talking about what a friend with benefits it describes. It is a friendship that kind of evolves to have a sexual element. So, um, you guys are still friends and you still support each other, like, in, like, a friendly way. You guys still have a connection and a bond and, you know, um, but you also have sex. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the main thing here that differs it from a relationship is that, um, because you are not in a relationship with this person, you don't have any right to have any say in, you know, what they do with their free time. Yeah. So it'd be kind of like um, you and me. If you think about it, we are really great friends. If we decided to add sex into the relationship, like, we would literally just be friends with benefits. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you go back to your place, I go back to my place, and, you know, you have your life, I have my life. There's no, like, merging of lives. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Um, and there is something that they wrote in here that I really want to read because uh, it's very important. Um, this is a quote from 
Kyle B., who is an artist and self-described office gay in New York City. He says, um, my personal opinions of friends with benefits relationships is that sometimes they can suffer from the same problems that most human relationships do. Secrecy, mismatched expectations, jealousy, unspoken motives, and the tendency to use the other per- people as a proxy for therapy or mental health support. Also, um, but not everyone is cut out to carp- compartmentalize sex the way that you do with friends with benefits. Um, if you're prone to jealousy, have an anxious attachment style, or are secretly pining for a real relationship, then friends with benefits is not for you. And that's a quote from Dave Stoltz, who is a dating coach who runs the site The Fearless Man. So basically, it's just like just like any other type of relationship. Friends with benefits isn't for everybody. Yeah. And I find in my personal experience with it that if if you have any sort of romantic feelings for the other person and then do not do not attempt a friends with benefits with them yeah like friends with benefits only works when both parties have no romantic attachments to each other like when there is an understanding between the two of you that this is all it is so some of the steps to or some of the the ways to um create a successful friends with benefits setup. Um, first and foremost, you have to clearly define the word friend and the word benefit for yourself and make sure that your definitions align with the other person's. Right from the get-go, um, openly discussing what you're both looking to get out of the friends with benefits relationship is, is key. Also, I mean, and then it, it goes on to talk about not starting a friend with benefits with anyone you want something more with. And we kind of touched on that. Like, it's just not going to work out. No. Someone's going to end up hurt. Yeah. And it's, you know, if you're the one with the feelings, it's going to be you. It's definitely going to be you. <laughs> um, oh, another really important thing. Be completely transparent about your sex life. Yeah. I feel like in any sort of intimate relationship, this is key. Um, I guess with monogamous relationships, it's really not much of a factor because... That is the only person you're sleeping with. But with uh, friends with benefits, being that you guys aren't in a relationship. Yeah. Like, you could be out there having sex with other people. They could be out there having sex with other people. And if that's happening, like, like it's – you have to consider the other person you're sleeping with. Yeah. You know, and they need to know. Also, recognizing that friends with benefits and fuck buddies are entirely different things. And that's something that I I guess I never really uh, even thought about. Because yeah. I've been in a friends with benefits situation. I've been in a fuck buddy situation. And they are completely different. Like, literally, the fuck buddy was, I call you up, I come over, we bang it out, and then I go home. Yeah. Whereas um, with my friends with benefits, we would... We would go see movies, we would hang out, we would talk, we would drink. Like, this is someone that even though I am now in a committed monogamous relationship, I still consider a friend of mine to a certain degree. Yeah. So that's that's the big difference there. If you're if you're looking to have a friends with benefits relationship with someone that you are already friends with, then you you really have to take care of 
that relationship. Yeah. Like, you have to keep the lines of communication open. Um, One big thing with mine was that um, my FWB and I, we had an agreement that if we were going to start seeing another person, we would let each other know and then the benefits would stop. Yeah. I was always very adamant about only sleeping with one person at a time. Oh, yeah. And I never really put those ramifications on him. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, he really wasn't seeing anyone else either. And so we both agreed that to be fair to each other and to be fair to, you know, our prospective, you know, budding relationship that we would have to, to, to talk to each other and go, hey, this is what's going on. I'm going on a date with this person. And then, boom, benefits are suspended. Yeah. Uh, and that really worked out for us. And it might be different in other type relationships. But as long as you both communicate and you both are getting an equal amount of everything in the relationship itself. As long as one person isn't left wanting more yeah. or less. Yeah. And pri- oh, especially, okay, the next one is prioritize the friendship over the benefits. And that's exactly it. If you having sex with this person is ruining your friendship with them, then you've got to reconsider. Yeah. You should probably stop having sex with them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of, like, they they go into details and they reiterate a lot of stuff that we kind of covered in this article on HuffPost, but um, that's basically kind of the gist of it. And it's really interesting um, because I feel like any type of relationship that is not, like, the norm just usually kind of gets slept under the rug a yeah. little bit. And, and so I think in the next few weeks here, I want to kind of delve into different types. I want to delve into polygamy. I want to delve into different types of um, dynamics within different relationships. I like that. Yeah. That's fun. So if you are listening and you are currently in a friends with benefits situation and you've got a story to tell, please make sure you email us because we are lonely. I'm so lonely. I have nobody <laughs> emailing me. <laughs> uh, you know, that wasn't as long as I thought it would be. Yeah. But there you have it. I would like to hear about your friends with benefit experience. Oh. Um. Well, they kind of started out as just like a work colleague. And like. Oh, is it this? Was it the, uh, what is love? Yeah. Oh, God. So (laughs) they kind of ruined everything (laughs) by by just that song. Man. And it was kind of really awkward. I mean, but then again, we patched everything up and, like, we aren't nearly as close as we used to be, which Mm -hmm. is, for me, I think it's fine. Yeah. We're okay because that kind of... It's fine. It's cool. It's whatever. As as you grow and as you change, your relationships change. Yeah. That just happens. You know? My friend with benefits, um, I still consider a friend. He and I still talk. Um, not as, as much as we used to. And we don't see each other um, just because that was kind of part of our arrangement. It's just kind of like... 
out of respect for my partner and for, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. I, his partner, things like that, um, just to kind of spare them from some uncomfortableness. Yeah. But uh, I would still consider him a friend. Yeah. Even though the benefits aren't happening. Mm-hmm. And maybe friends with benefits is just kind of like a phase for some people. Sometimes. I mean, and at the same time, it may actually just be like what both of those people need for that one moment. For yeah. like that short period of time. Absolutely. Where it's like you need emotional, like everybody needs some kind of emotional support. An emotional release. Yes. Yeah. And then... You also need your physical support, though. And your physical release. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, having having somebody to, to like, laugh with you at the mm-hmm. end of the day and then get your rocks off, like, yeah. it's cool. It's fun. Well, it's, it's nice for people who are kind of in that, like, relationship limbo. Yeah. Um, kind of where you're in between. Uh, I wouldn't say it's, like, a rebound, but... It's kind of like a comfort zone um, between actual, like, full-on relationships because it, it suits people who aren't, aren't ready to get into that kind of uh, commitment. Yeah. Again. Yeah. So, and that's, that's kind of what has served me. You know, it was always at a at a time that I wasn't ready to com- be committed to someone else again. So, and and he wasn't either. So, boom. Yeah. Let's just bang it out on your basement floor and I'll lose my shirt and we'll never find it. That happened. Literally, I lost my shirt in his parents' basement. I'm so sorry. It was a nice shirt, too. It was probably your favorite shirt. Yeah. I also lost a shirt that was my favorite. But you left it there. You chose to leave it there. That wasn't even that situation. <laughs> and you know what? I still do not regret leaving my shit there. <laughs> if it were today, I probably would have just put on... I, w- I would have just put on my bra. Mm-hmm. Because thinking about it, bras are really expensive, and I'm yeah. pissed at myself for leaving that bra there. Mm-hmm. But also, when I told one of my friends that story recently, like, what was it, Friday? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, excuse me, fuck. Um, <laughs> when I told one of my friends that story, now him and I just kind of look at each other, and we're, now we're just like, you, ke- you can keep it. <laughs> you can keep it all. You can keep it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. What have you got for us? So I have a funny story um, from when I crashed my brother's bachelor party. Oh. <laughs> um, crashing my brother's bachelor party was great. Uh, he just got married this weekend. It was super great. Um, so while we were at uh, the final location, which was a strip club, there was a couple there. And had noticed that I, too, have a vagina, Mm. but I was not there to work. So they were like, oh, well, that's, you know, how how do you and your partner, like, go to the strip club together and everything like that? And I was like, we don't, like, ever. Mm -hmm. I was like, he actually hates strip clubs. (laughs) And I 
love titties. So I actually don't mind them. I think they're great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were saying how it's actually their 11-year anniversary. Oh. And they were in town for something, and they were like, you know what? Let's go and spend it the way we spent our first date. Wow. So they actually went, like, bar hopping beforehand, and then after they went bar hopping, um, they went to... And then after they went bar hopping, they were like, well, what else is there to do? And then um, the girl was like, well, there's a strip club in the area. Let's go there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we they like went to the strip club and then they were actually enjoying the same ladies that I was enjoying. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, oh, this is amazing. So we were just two couples sitting next to each other, watching titties, just shaking our faces. Hell yeah. And then... I hope that you guys are listening right now. Um, hello again. And I hope you guys returned home safe. And I hope that you guys had a splendid rest of the evening. They were super cool people. Mm-hmm. I remembered their names for like two days. And now I can't think of them whatsoever. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> okay. Also, I thought it was really funny at... Our friend's bachelorette party, mm-hmm. how we were just talking about porn for a solid, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, but it was just you and me. It yeah. It was literally just you and me talking about porn. <laughs> and then, well, the the other person chimed in, and they said how they never need to watch porn. And then that made me feel weird for a second, because I'm like, I watch recreational porn. Like, I right. just scroll through porn sometimes when I'm bored. Yeah. And now I feel really shitty about that. And then, like, two seconds later, I was like, wait, no, I don't. I fucking love porn. Why yeah. do I feel bad about loving porn? Right. There's nothing to feel bad about. Like, there, it's just people having sex. Yeah. In a very um, obviously staged kind of way. I mean, sometimes I like the plots. Yeah. Sometimes it is about the acting. Sure. I mean, when you find a good porn star mm-hmm. who's a good actress also, yeah. or a good actor, I mean, you know, you're just batting a thousand there. <laughs> Is that all that you had? I thought that was going to be longer. Your funny story that was just coincidental that you were there with a, with your partner and there was another couple there? What was funny about it? Well, it was just really funny that they were like, I think what was funny about it is that that was their first date. And 11 years later, they're doing their first date all over again. Who the fuck takes somebody to the strip club on a first date? That's crazy. They're like, I think that part's funny. Okay. Where they're like, well, yeah, we're just reacting our first date. And then I was like, oh, okay, wait, what? <laughs> oh, my God. But what if she was a stripper? <sighs> I asked that. Oh. I was afraid to, but I did because I yeah. also, and then, No. She oh. wasn't a stripper. Just, you know, first date. We're going to the strip club. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Would you go to a strip club for a first date? Um, man, I I don't know. I feel like that would be really presumptuous to go to a strip club <laughs> on a first date. Like, you're taking me where? Uh, yeah. What if the buffet is really good, though? Oh. Oh. Well, then, Yeah. But then wouldn't you question, like, how many times has this person been to this buffet to understand how good the buffet is? And also, why are you at the strip club every week? Like, I mean, 
I, I'm all for supporting the girls and, and, you know, helping them get through college and support their kids. Yeah. Um, so I, I wouldn't knock anybody for going to a strip club. I, um, I'm not the type of person that likes to get like up close and personal with the dancers. I like to sit there at the stage and watch them dance. Like every once in a while, they come over, throw their tits in my face, or want to put their face in my tits. Fine, but like, I'm mostly there to watch them dance. Like, I don't really do lap dances or anything like that. I don't get a whole lot of like enjoyment out of that part. I just like to have I like to have some space between me and the dancer. I feel like it's respectable. Yeah, <laughs> I'm there to watch them do their art. <laughs> Their art of pole dancing. I'm there for the pole dancing. I'm, I am there for the pole dancing party. Yes. <laughs> I'm team no, no stay need, on the stage. No need to grind in my lap. We're good. We're good. Here, do you want some more money? Is that why here? Let me just give you the money. How about I <laughs> And you start. stay over there. Here is one dollar. <laughs> I'll put two more up there if you walk away. <laughs> I think it was really funny that my partner was trying to, like, he was so determined to get us a couple's dance. Oh, geez. That's awkward. It's so awkward because he hates strip clubs. And he doesn't find enjoyment out of them. And I'm (laughs) like. so weird. What? And I was like, why do you? No. I was like, no, it's totally fine. And then he just looked at me and he's like, no. Because I know how much you like titties in your face. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're doing it for me. But you don't have to pay for a whole ass lap dance to get tits in your face. Yeah. I mean, I just put $5 in my mouth. Yeah. There you go. Boom. Titties. Titties. I find that when I'm at a strip club, um, more often than not, instead of me getting tits in my face, I get face in my tits. There was one time I walked out of a strip club with eight different uh, lip prints all over my chest. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I'm very conservative when it comes to my clothes. Mm-hmm. So, like, I always have, like, stuff covering me or I always have, uh-huh. like, a sweater on. Yeah. Like, so I don't have that opportunity all the time. Well, you know me. Everyone's happy when Bean's tits are out. Oh, yeah. That's our saying, actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's our catchphrase. <laughs> well, I was actually just saying today how um, the reason why I wear low-cut tops is because I'm a slob. And so when I drop food, instead of dropping food on my shirt, it just goes into my cleavage. That's very, very smart. Yeah. I mean, it, it saves me on, you know, laundry services. Yeah. I bought all I these. do my own laundry. I don't have a laundry yeah. service. I don't know. Why did you <laughs> say that? <laughs> It saves me from having to buy more shouts. Oh, okay. <laughs> more stain remover. Uh, speaking of stain remover, oh, I fuck. bought all these, like, fucking tied to goes for the weekend. Oh, for the wedding? Yeah. And fucking nobody spilt anything. I'm like, the last <laughs> wedding I was at, people were spilling shit on themselves left and fucking oh right. I'm like, god damn it. Now I have all these fucking tied to goes. I'm almost curious, like... What stains does it not work on? Huh. I.e. like semen oh. stains. All right. It is ready. I'm sorry. 
It is time. It is ready. It is time for 50 revealing questions that will make your friends regret picking truth over dare. Yay. Um, <laughs> of the people in this room, would you f- who would you feel most comfortable with naked? <laughs> You already said we can't do those ones. You told me last week we're not allowed to do those. I know. And then you called me an asshole for doing it. You were an asshole. I was an asshole. (laughs) Okay. Bam. Beans. What's the most embarrassing thing your parents have caught you doing? Hmm. I'm just a disaster, so I'm trying to I'm trying to <laughs> rifle through and figure out <laughs> which was the most which embarrassing. One's the most embarrassing. Um, uh, most embarrassing thing. Okay, well, let's just start with um, I have one parent, and me and my one parent, like my mom and I, are super close to each other, right? And super open about a lot of stuff and honest with each other and everything. And uh. Like, there's really nothing that phases my mom. But I think the most embarrassing thing would be that there was one day I was, like, fucking high out of my mind. Where, like, I I could not function as a person. Like, I was... No, I couldn't. Where, um, where we used to live, like, I painted one, my, my walls black with neon green splatter. Nice. And, um... I was so high, I decided that I unintentionally made myself a map to something. <laughs> so here I am, high as fuck, smoking cigarettes in my fucking like. Oh no, I wasn't smoking cigarettes. That was not the that was not the time that I did that. Um, I'm just sitting there smoking in my room, and then my mom comes in and she's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I was taking like. A fucking protractor. <laughs> and, like, I was just, like... And then, like, I'm making marks on my wall with, like, a pencil. And, like, I'm like, Mom, it leads to somewhere. And she goes, go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> and then ten minutes later, I run downstairs. And I'm like, I put a pizza on and I made myself a cake. Because wow. I was so fucking hungry. And then I forgot about the pizza I never turned the oven on, so the cake never cooked. <laughs> and then after that, I went back upstairs with two cereal boxes and the entire gallon of milk and just kind of oh, ate on my waterbed, which is fucking terrible, by the way. Yeah. It's so bad to eat food on a waterbed uh-huh. when you're high as fuck. And then I thought, I thought that I was like trapped at sea. So I like. <laughs> I had to yell for my mom to come get me. (laughs) My mom was, she was pissed at me that day. (laughs) She's like, you're a fucking disaster. I want you to know. And I was like, I'm doing everything I can to get out of here. And she's like, God fucking damn it. Also, I didn't have a door handle. Like I had the doorknob, but it came out of the door because it was like a really old house. Oh my goodness. And I misplaced my door handle and by misplaced my door handle i put it on the other side of the door oh jeez! so i had to use a pair of scissors to get in and out of my room oh my goodness stone bam <laughs> likes to uh just hide shit and 
I don't know. Is it like your dog where your dog likes to like hide oh, socks take my, and money? My boob money. <laughs> Anytime I put money in my boobs, my dog takes it from me and hides it underneath the bed. <laughs> that bitch stole money from me. Yeah. I was so mad. I'm mad at her. <laughs> I think she took more money from me, but I'm not going to accuse her yet until I look underneath the bed. Until you my bed. find it. <laughs> find it in her little nest of socks. Yeah. In my underwear. Ew. <laughs> All right, Beans. All right, Bam. What is the biggest lie you've ever told without getting caught? Dude. The biggest lie I've ever told without getting caught. Oh, that one's a really tough one. Just because, like, um, I don't know. (laughs) It's hard, okay? As a general rule, I I try to do my best to not lie. Yeah, you know, be a regular human being. Like, when I was a kid, I would lie all the time. And I wasn't ever really good at it. And so people would call me out on it a lot. And so it's just like... And after a while, like, I felt like um, the truth was too hard and lying was easier and I didn't like that about myself. Like, I didn't like that um, I was always taking the easy way out. And so, like, I just kind of decided one day that I would do my best. And, I mean, nobody's perfect. Like, there's definitely things that I have lied about, like, since. But, like, I, I, I try my best <laughs> yeah. not to. Um, also, I'm really bad at it. <laughs> So something that I lied about that was big and I never got caught on, it's really hard for me to think of, um, well, I don't think it was that big of a deal, Mm -hmm. but, um, I lied about the pies for our friend's wedding this weekend. That is a big lie. Yeah. Um, uh, I was supposed to do them in a, uh licensed facility yeah and i didn't (laughs) uh and and honestly i had every intention of doing them at work but then like at the end of friday i got the most ridiculous vestibular migraine like i left for two minutes and immediately got like nauseous oh um because i i left to go shopping and i was gonna come back with the supplies and with the pies and things like the pie crusts and everything to to do it. And I just like out of nowhere got dizzy. Like the world tilted and I got so sick. And I spent the whole night, Friday night, in bed. To the point where I had to wake up extremely early yesterday and bake those fucking pies. Yeah. Four at a time in my oven here. <laughs> But I got it done. You did. <laughs> and no one got sick that I know of. No. Well, it's it's one of those things. It's just kind of fucking ridiculous. The The hall itself was saying no homemade things. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm a professional. Yeah. I do this for a living, and I am certified yeah. to do this for a living safely. So I really didn't think it was that big of a deal. Yeah. And then, like, no one really questioned it. Like, I was expecting to have to, like, give my business card to five different people in order to, like, be like, here, like, these are fine. Yeah. They're okay. <laughs> Even though, like, a lot of those people know me because I'm a regular there. Yeah. <laughs> but 
that was probably it. That was the most recent thing, too. Like, and I think that was, like, the biggest thing that I've had to be deceptive about in a really long time. I don't know. Lying's stupid. That lying's dumb. It is dumb. And it is. It is the easy way out of things. You know, sometimes it's a lot easier to make up a story or to make up a lie to get out of a situation than to confront what really happened. Yeah. And um, I do my best to to own up to my shortcomings um, because I feel like the people in my life deserve that. Yeah. So it's, a, it's the least that they deserve. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Well, thanks. That was good. I like that. Hey, guys. So, like, I know I keep talking about this whole email thing, but, like, this whole podcast thing, it works out a lot better when we have some some stuff from you guys. We want to hear your stories, and we want to hear your questions, and we want to provide for you the best listening experience on your hump day i mean that or next week when you listen to this podcast i'm just gonna be like wow randomly throughout it which is probably really annoying that's super annoying that's really fucking annoying so either you can you you annoy us with emails or i annoy your ear holes please don't oh well. So the the email is <laughs> bamandbeans at gmail.com. Please email us and include your address so we can send you stickers. Oh, yeah. Because that's a thing. I mean, we still have our our uh, our specialty sign stickers. Yeah, we'll waiting. sign some for you, even though we're not celebrities yet. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> you know. We have, we have, I know we have one new person listening right now. At least one. At least one. Mm-hmm. And he got super excited when he started listening to it. So, yes. I mean, we're we're making friends. Sure are. We're going to keep going. So, give us your feedback. Tell us what you think. Like us on Facebook. Like us in real life. Don't go to our Twitter. It's dead. We just like to be liked. I just want to be wanted. <laughs> we just want to be loved. And until next time, bye. bye. I've been working on the podcast. God, I hope it's good. <laughs>